I heard your Grant Park debut concert with oh. the Dvorak 8th Symphony earlier oh, yes. this summer. In oh, July. yes. Yeah. Fantastic concert. Oh, thank you. What was that experience like performing in the, the Frank Gehry designed spaceship at Millennium Park? <laughs> That's a perfect way to describe that stage. It feels like a spaceship, but. Um, yeah, it was it was wonderful. I mean, it's so the inv- the whole environment is so special there. You know, it's just wonderful to be able to play outdoors and to a huge public. Yeah, and it was it was just great fun, great fun to explore this piece again. What a treat it was to sit there in the afternoon sun with uh, a carry out supper to hear the Dvorak <laughs> Eighth Symphony outdoors. Yeah, 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 different environment, isn't it? It's great. Realize. Well, you'll you'll be uh, performing it with the Detroit Symphony Orchestra this weekend, and as I mentioned. Uh, you begin with a musical story of Tanya Leone, who will be awarded the Kennedy Center, or mm. was awarded the Kennedy Center. Was indeed, yeah. yeah it was this past weekend yeah. uh, in Lifetime Achievement yeah. in, in music. When yeah. did you first encounter her music? So my first ever experience with her was actually um, when I was a Dunma Fellow with the LA Philharmonic. And um, I had to jump in at a very, very short notice to make my subscription series debut. And her piece, Sir, uh, was on the program. She was there, fortunately. And hours before going on stage for the first rehearsal, she was able to sit with me, talk through the whole piece, um, as I was trying to grapple every other piece on the program as well. What is so magical about Tony Leon is, first of all, her amazing sense of just humbleness you know she is the the most warm and welcoming person you will ever meet and her music kind of transfers that as well you know she she's uh, all of her music even sir in this lovely piece passages that we're about to play is is also uh, about her the pieces the works are all about her in her life her life and experience in latin america so you have a bit of salsa, you have a bit of jazz, um, and it's just an autobiographical work based on her. Um, and so it's it's wonderful to talk to her because you get an insight of who she is, where she's come from, and um, that that is terribly exciting with a, with a composer. follow Tanya Leon's music with Mendelssohn. One source that I read about when I was preparing for this conversation said that Mendelssohn actually wrote, I wrote this work in a few days, almost carelessly. That's, <laughs> that's what I read. What might he have meant by something like that? I'm not sure I'd use the word careless with the work. I mean, I think it's one of these, you know, beautifully curated and, 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 and thought out and composed pieces. But that's, of course, what a young Wunderkind, you know, of his time would say, wouldn't he? Oh, I just kind of pumped it out. But, yeah, but we know Mendelssohn as this, this wonderful teenager who was able to, you know, astonish us all with uh, Midsummer Night's Dream music, you know, and that was really the start of his career. So, the, you know, of course he would say that. Right. The final work on the program uh, after our intermission will be Dvorak Symphony Number no. 8, the f- final three Dvorak symphonies. Many would consider them among his orchestral masterworks. How did these three 
brilliant compositions. How, how do these personalities differ? It's really interesting because I've only now just recently done seven. So I've now done seven, eight, and nine. So it's, it's wonderful to kind of think about this question, you know, the most popular. Um, seven, to me, is dark. It's full of influence by Brahms because he was he had just listened to Brahms and, and really listened to his music and was so amazed by his music. And you can really hear it in the seventh. You know, it's so rhythmically really um, similar to, to Brahms. And so that, I think that symphony, I really, you know, how it starts is so dark, heavy. Really dark, heavy, minus sound. about the eighth that suddenly springs completely opposite to that. There's a bit of darkness at the beginning, maybe a bit of melancholy, but it's always quickly um, interjected with joy. You know, everything about it is, is so joyful. So we, we're not allowed to get, in a way, you know, over, over, you know, dark or depressed about the work because he just always pops out these wonderful um, themes and idioms that kind of brighten everything up. And then the ninth is sort of this beautiful maturity of, of both. You know, how, how he marries both the, the darkness and the sadness. He seems, he seems to balance it almost perfectly in the ninth. So that, I, that's my personal take, at least, on the, the sort of sound world and development of all three symphonies. Jonathan Hayward conducts the Detroit Symphony Orchestra this weekend in a program of Tanya Leon, Felix Mendelssohn, and Antonin Dvorak. Then you're back before the end of the month to take a big bite out of Verdi. Yes. I mean, I think you're going to be working with about half of the musicians in Detroit in the month of December. <laughs> well, it's a great pleasure to be able to do that. But um, yes, coming back with the Detroit Opera, doing my first Verdi opera ever, Aida, with the extraordinary Angel Blue and Christine Gerke. I cannot wait to come back for that. Yeah. What are you doing currently to prepare for that while you're conducting this weekend's program. Well, it's funny you say that. I've got the score literally sitting right in front of me. So there's, there's a lot of looking at the score. Um, and just, yeah, getting deep into the narrative, getting deep into what this piece really means in the, the Verdi language, which I'm really falling in love with as I study it. Jonathan Hayward conducts the Detroit Symphony Orchestra this weekend in works by Leon, Mendelssohn, and Dvorak. 
And he's back later this month to conduct a concert version of Giuseppe Verdi's Aida with Detroit Opera. Jonathan, thanks so much for taking the time today to talk to us about today's concert. Thank you so much for having me. For WRCJ, this is Peter Worf.